Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, a show for anyone who needs a friend, where we tell how we met our best friend, the Holy Spirit, the stories of how he meets us in our everyday lives, and how you can meet him too. Everybody wants to be Everyone wants to be great. (laughs) Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, a show for anyone who needs a friend. Would we like to explain that? Yeah. The Holy Spirit is our best friend. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is our best friend. This is the Bible study version or the study through John. Study through John. Right. 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 Yeah. And uh, so it's a little bit different. We don't want to get too churchy. No. We don't. <laughs> so we, we always have to explain this because it's a little bit different than our regular podcast. By the way, if you haven't heard the past podcast, we're talking about identity. You got to hear it. It's really great. But this is about John. Yeah, well, this is about the Holy Spirit Holy connecting Spirit. us yeah. because the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible because he, he loves us and wants us to have relationship with, with him. him. This is not Bible trivia. And uh, knowledge puffs up, love builds, builds up. There you go. There you I go. Think, I think that's our little tag- tagline. That's right our there. tagline? Yeah. I like it. That's our theme. Okay. Hey, listen, just I know people that watch this every time know this, but I got to say it every time because people are going to be shocked. We go through one verse at a time, which I love and I feel total confident that the Holy Spirit will be talking. No, I get a little nervous. Last week, I was stumped, but then it, it turned out phenomenal. You know what's funny is I actually got to the place where I, when I asked you in last week's yeah. Bible study version, I said, do you think this is the one that's going to yeah, get yeah. us? <laughs> I wasn't kidding. I was like, I don't know where it's going. Because look, I'm trying to be as look. I've got notes that I've written. I've I've read this many, many, many times. But I was really at that point where I'm like, okay, it, where's this going to go? Because I'm trying to be in the moment. And I'm you, trying. And you said, do you believe that? Yeah. Is this one going to get us? Is, is this one going to stump us? Right. Finally. It didn't. It was actually no, phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It was great. All right. Uh, you want to read? You want me to? No. Read? You go ahead and read. But we're on verse 19, chapter 11, verse 19. I have not read it yet. Okay. I'm there on my phone, just so you see it. All right. Hey. Oh, just in case you haven't seen. Ron and Nick's best friend podcast mugs. Yeah, these were for a thousand dollars each. But they've gone down to a dollar. So uh, got, wait. <laughs> well, no one's bought it. No one's buying any. Okay, it's a, just kidding. It's just a kidding. fire sale. It's a fire sale. Okay, we're gonna start starting the second half of this story. Um, you know what? It's good to laugh, isn't it? Isn't it, it is good, good not to, to take yourself Amen. too seriously? I Amen. mean, that be all. Hey, by uptight. the way, I haven't given you your. Uh, Want to thank Bill for giving us uh, a mug. For his business, and I haven't given it to you. I, I, don't, I don't see it. No, well, next week we're going to put it right out okay, there. Okay, so next week, Bill. Next week, Bill, look for your mug right here. It's product placement. Um, we sure we we sure that it's going to bring in a lot of business. If, if movies can do it, we can definitely yeah, do why it. Yeah, a product placement. Okay, uh, you can start doing this little tag-ins. We get Alex to put these things on every video that has an arrow that points to th- everything and goes ding. Ding, click here, ding, you know, start doing it. Okay, let's get on with it. Verse 17, we're going to start in the second. This is the second half of the story in the Gospel of John, chapter 11. So starting in verse 17. On his arrival, that's in Bethany, because he was out of Bethany. They had come and gotten him and said, hey, your friend's dying. His name is Lazarus. Please come. He waited around. They had a discussion about it. Now Jesus got up, took his whole clan, and and now he's arriving in Bethany. On his arrival. In Bethany, parentheses, Jesus found that Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days. Four days. He's very dead. Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem. 
And here's our verse. And many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. And many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. Holy Spirit, tell us what you want us to know. Put your fingers on things. Take our eyes and put them where they ought to be. Take our hearts, our minds, expand us. We want to know you. So, and I believe he wants to do just that. This is a great way to study the Bible, by the way. Take this along with you. Try it. Go into your own place. Sit in your car. Do this. Holy Spirit speaks. It's the whole premise of the show. Okay. You usually ask me, what do I see? Yeah, what do you see? Have you ever been to a funeral where there are not many people? I've preached one. Okay. I've preached several. Have you ever been to a funeral that there's tons of people? Done that too. What's the difference? Mm. I'm not asking you what the difference in people. Why? A lot of different reasons, I guess. I would say the primary reason, I think, what you're aiming at with with popularity. I mean, uh, the or the or the um, the connections that the person has. You Uh, know, okay. Popularity, Uh, connections, right? Um, Generosity. Generosity. Oh, if a person's a, uh, uh, the a kind of person it is. He gave, you know, he touched people's. Yeah. General. Uh, yeah. These don't mean these are true reasons that the, no, the place is full. That. I mean, there could be a whole lot of, you know, there could be a lot of schmoozing going on. Well, I need to be at that funeral so that. Okay. Well, know, my point is, yeah. that's immediately what struck me. And many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them oh. in the loss of their brother. Hey, listen, they didn't come. You know, I don't know how funerals were back then. You know, nowadays there's a funeral, there's a, the burial, there's dinner afterwards. I don't, there's probably stuff like that back then too. But it says specifically to comfort them. Hmm. To comfort them. I go to a funeral now to, I, I do it as a respect to the person that I knew to say goodbye, to show support for the family, to make them know that that person affected my life in a way that I'm going to give the last moments, you know. You don't think that's comforting? Yeah, that's probably comfort. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. I think it is. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit definitely says comforting. Not to attend, not to celebrate their life. It's to comfort. The Holy Spirit is specific, and he uses the word comfort. That's why these people were there. Yeah, yeah. to comfort. It's also interesting, isn't it, that uh, like this is four days later, I wonder what uh, I don't know. I I thought, and I and there's probably plenty of people out there who can correct me. I'm I'm this isn't my thing uh, to study these kinds of things. But what customs were there? I'm sure we could find that out easily enough. How many days? Like now, I think pretty much a funeral happens. What two days after someone dies? Three three days after someone dies? Is that true? Yeah. Um, I thought that uh, Palestinian Jews would have been one day based upon their um, their climate. It's not a good climate, you know. Oh. Um, you know, it's hot. Wow. There's no there's no modern embalming. There's no, things like that. So I'm wondering, like, are these did these people come to comfort them and just hung out? Why are they still hanging around four days later? Uh, did, the, did the funeral just happen? Um, it, it couldn't be because by the time Jesus gets to the tomb, the tomb's already sealed. Uh, and you know, all that's, all the ceremony, right, right. I guess has been, right. has, has been done. Um, so 
when was the funeral? I, I would bet that's relative. It says something where probably I'm just showing my ignorance. That's easy to find out. But it feels like to me, in one way or the other, it couldn't have been more than three days. So this is the fourth day, and there's still a lot of people there that are comforting them or, or came there to comfort them. I, I, the other thing is I don't know who, who Lazarus was back then. Was he a business owner? Was he a doesn't say nothing? He's nothing. Not, you yeah. get nothing. You get nothing. There's no. It's, it says to comfort the loss of their brother. Now, I'm not going to play word games, but could it be their brother? I understand Martha and Mary, but maybe it's their brother too. They felt a connection with him. I, I'm pushing it there. Um, the loss of their brother. Yeah, that, that's Mary and Martha. To comfort them in the loss of their brother. Yeah, okay. That's, that's Mary and Martha, I think. That's and a, many Jews come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. So comfort, talk to me about comfort. I, I, the, I think the Holy Spirit is drawing. I think you got it. As far as I'm... I'm well, let me, can I add one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. And now Jesus is going to show up on the, on, on, on the scene here. And I would think Martha and Mary... Not going to go to the next verse. Are seeing Jesus as, oh, you're coming also to comfort me for the loss of my brother. It's too late, and Jesus, you appear, and you're part of the. You're you're just as equal now as everybody else coming to give the respects. Yeah. It's four days later. You're a little late. There's been a few day celebration here. You know, I want to put a quick aside before we go on. I don't, I don't disagree with that, by the way. But I got some, I got some pushback uh, from a friend, uh, just honest pushback, saying, "Hey, uh, I don't like just isolating one verse. I feel like if you do that, you kind of miss, you know, miss this, that, and the other." And I'm like, "Okay, I see, I see your point. We really don't do that. We really, we know the, we know the context that we're talking about. We're." And so when we say we're just staying in one verse, what I actually think I'm after is, and you can comment on this, is the idea that there was a time, and, and it's probably good practice to get into, to act like you've never read this before. <laughs> I mean, isn't it, isn't it a problem for us That's... that we've gone and read and read and read, and so we already know the end of the story, so we just fill in all the well, blanks that, that, they're, that, that they're not yeah, filling yeah, in? The story actually is... Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, you read past these things. Yeah, because you read it before. And you know where the ending is. You know so where it's going. So let me just get to the, the hook of the story. Yeah, let's get here. to the good stuff. I, I believe the Holy Spirit wrote it That's the way that point. he wrote it. And I know I know he didn't write it in English. Okay, I know this is a translation. Yeah. And so in, in, in some respects, it's, a, it's not, um, it's not ex- exactly right to go, okay, this English word. Correct. Okay, so I think when you put, like, you pull out the words that yeah, are that I are see. obviously there. Comfort is there. Many is there. I mean, it doesn't matter what language it is. It's that there were many people and they came to comfort. Okay, so there they are. They they came to comfort them. What does that look like? When you you just said, "Hey, I'm going to I, I go to a funeral." It's somebody Henry Shriver. Henry Shriver passed away, a beloved man. And, and this is several years ago now. And I remember going to his funeral, and I'm like, I'm not missing that funeral. I I want to be there. I love that man. Um, he was important to me. I didn't really even know his wife uh, and his his son. I barely knew his son. 
But I wanted to be there. Does he have more than one son? Two sons. Two sons. I, I only know Matthew. So what was I there for? I was there to honor him. I didn't know how to comfort, um, you know, Mrs. Shriver and, and his sons. Um, but you knew him. Yes, I did. Yeah. What was that like? Tell what. Okay. So you're going, let's, you're well, like this. Well, I want to comfort well, here, them. Here's the deal. He was a long time customer and we had relationships with him and all that. And he passes away suddenly one day and I'm asked to be one of the pallbearers that carry the casket. Mm. And I was, I, what an honor to do that, you know. So um, sure. I went there in a little bit different, I still would have gone, but I went in a little bit different capacity. But it was just, it was an honor to hold the last moments of his body in the casket mm-hmm. to wherever he was going. Yeah. We'll talk about Mrs. Shriver. Mr. or Mrs. Mrs. Like comforting her. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You get to say your words to her. You get to tell her how much you meant in your life, how much you love her. Um, and you actually say, you know, I'm here to help you with whatever you need to help with and make sure she knows that her husband had significance in my life and affected my life. And I get, I think that gives you comfort too. There was a purpose for his life. Of course there was. Okay. So they came there to comfort them. Maybe they're like other people too, though. Maybe you went um, out of respect, maybe to comfort. The scripture says to comfort. Um, Maybe they also came because they knew this was somebody that Jesus loved. And Jesus is a public figure at this point. Maybe you want to show up and see, hey, I wonder if Jesus is going to show up. I wonder if Jesus is going to show up. I mean, that's not what the Holy Spirit wrote. They came to comfort. Um, doesn't mean that they didn't have other agendas. Here's here's what I think I really heard from the Spirit is like, how do you comfort someone who's in the state like this? Okay, in the case of Mary and Martha, I, I'm not sure of their finances and their you know, they would they would now be it implies that neither one of them is married. They they live with their brother. I, I think this is what's the implication. Uh, is there What's the status of their home going to be? Their their provider is gone, I, I think. Yeah. Um, how do you comfort someone that's in the state that these people are in? Have you ever, I know I've seen this. I, I've watched uh, reception lines at funerals. You know, people walk up, very sorry for your loss. I mean, you, who knows what to say? Who knows what to say in a moment like that? Do... Here's my question, I think, Holy Spirit. Do we, do we, us who know the Holy Spirit, have anything to say that would be different oh. than these people? Oh, oh, oh. What kind of comfort oh, oh, oh. do we have to offer? What kind of comfort would we give if we were in this position to somebody like Mary and Martha? Okay, there's, there's comfort and then there's comfort. I think these these Jews, these many Jews, get something right for sure, and and that is presence. Get there. I'm going to get there. I'm just going to be there. There is something very comforting about not being alone in your grief. Oh, man. Wow. When my father passed, there were many, many people there. There was one, I'll say his name, Chris Calvert. He was a friend of mine in high school. Rarely saw him after high school 
my father passes away as people are leaving and I'm in the limousine to go to the funeral home I'm kind of looking at the people coming out and my friend of all the people I remember was Chris Calvert who rarely knew my dad I rarely saw but he was at my dad's funeral and he was just coming out by himself didn't know anybody going and I sat there and I looked at him I went you gotta be kidding me man Mm. and I remember him and I guess he was just honoring me or just wanting to be there for my loss hmm. and so the, there you just said the, the the power of presence okay the power of presence don't under don't underestimate the power of presence i've told you this before uh, me and a guy named jeff brooks uh were on the uh hospital visitation uh duty at uh, the first church where we worked uh, where i worked and um they used to say okay you guys go to the hospital and and visit you know, somebody would call the church, so-and-so's in the hospital, you guys go visit them. And I know that I've told you, I know you'll remember. I used to think, oh, man, I, I mean, who wants to go to the hospital? I didn't know you were going to say that. Yeah, well, I did. Who wants to go to the hospital? Who Do you? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I don't. I didn't want to go to the hospital. Yeah. Um, do you want, or when somebody in the church died, do you want to go to the funeral? Do you want to preach the funeral? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really. I don't enjoy preaching funerals. I, it's I never enjoyed that. Um, But then you get there Mm. and you realize at a hospital bed or a casket, you're you're being invited into a holy moment. Like there's something very real about hospital beds and caskets and gravesides that is tears away the fabric of the fake and leaves you with the real. And you also realize this you can make a difference just by being there. And what I really discovered was, shut up. Shut up and be there. Don't say anything. Just be there and rest. And and stand next to somebody. And if they want to talk, let them talk. If they need to talk, let them, let them say what they need to say. If they need a hug, give them a hug. Just get there. There's such power in that. These people, I think, have this right. This culture actually had it right. This mm. is, I'm sure that this is, this is, you know, funerals were very, you know, I think scripted. Like the, just like we do, we have scripted things. Their traditions, they, they had, they even had professional mourners. If you if you yeah, had an empty yeah, yeah, funeral, yeah, yeah, it was a really yeah. bad thing. They'd hire people, right, to come and you know mourn for you. Um, and so. You know, but but here these people it seems it implies it's like nope they came earnestly to comfort these two women in their loss and they got there and can can we do that? Well, my story about my story about hospital rooms and gravesides would be this: I always went away feeling like I was the one who got filled somehow. I I went away feeling like oh. It was a blessing to be yeah, there. Yeah, I remember you telling me. Yeah. You'd, you'd be repenting and going, man, I went in there. I ended up yes. just, just full of it. Yeah. <laughs> I did not end up full of not it. Not full of it. I ended up full. Full. Yeah. Well, of him. Of him. <laughs> full of him. Yeah. Okay, so go back to what we were talking about last week. Here's a, I could think it's a perfect segue, great place to land. When, when you walked into... Uh, Henry Shriver's funeral, the entire kingdom of God came in with you. 
I did, I did not realize it back then. Yeah. Okay. The spirit of God came. The whole kingdom came. All of the comfort of heaven came with you. That's who we are. That's great. Don't feel inadequate. Don't. That's great. Don't uh, think, oh, it doesn't matter. I don't, I'm not significant. No, you bring, you bring Jesus with you. You, you know, Jesus is showing up here, but Jesus shows up wherever we go. And so don't be intimidated by this. We, we should be walking into uncomfortable situations and bringing the comfort of heaven. Well, what's the Holy Spirit's name? What's one of his names? The comforter. Comforter. And he lives That's in great. me. That's great. So here we are. I agree. Walking into these situations with the comforter. Um, and we can bless people. Let's just say it one more time before we end. Yeah. When you walk into a room, the kingdom of heaven is walking in right with you. The comforter, the counselor, the helper. All of it, all of his personality. Try to listen to what he's trying to tell you at the moment. You're there for a reason. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, a show for anyone who needs a friend. Join us every week right here as we talk about who? Our best friend, the Holy Spirit. And if you want more information about him or the show, you can find it at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there. <laughs>